From PRX's Radiotopia, this is The Memory Palace. I'm Nate Tamayo. Squarespace is the exclusive sponsor of the summer season of The Memory Palace. They are the reason there is a summer season. And to thank them, you should go to squarespace.com and see just how easy it is to make a beautiful website. And fun, like actual fun. The tools are simple and they simply make sense. So give it a shot. Start your free trial website today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you do decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code MEMORY to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com. Use the offer code MEMORY. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Squarespace, helping us maintain the topiary menagerie here at the Palace. And uh, the Palace will actually be hitting the road. Seattle and Portland in August, Los Angeles in early September. Go to TheMemoryPalace.us for dates and tickets to a live show I'm pulling together that, honestly, I think you're going to like. I think it's pretty cool. I think it should be a fun night. This is The Memory Palace. I'm Nate DeMeo. Some were running from, and some were running towards. Some were born there, born with this city in their veins, they tell you. And in the summer of 1892, there were 3.3 million people living in New York. The city bulged with immigrants from abroad, people fleeing famines, pogroms, and with transplants from other states and other cities that simply weren't New York. They came looking for jobs, for opportunity, for more out of life, you know, to make it, to hustle, to scrape, to push themselves forward in a city unafraid to push back. So they squeezed into tenements, found a space on the floor of a flop house, pushed a cart, shined a shoe, stole a watch from a pocket on a trolley platform. And some would go to the opera, and some would trade in diamonds, and some would shout orders for stocks on the floor of the exchange for the railroad companies and the shipping concerns that brought still more people to New York. Some would deposit checks and notes in the banks, fat with capital, that would build the buildings that would rise ever taller to be seen from farther and farther away by still more people looking for more out of life. In all of them, these 3.3 million New Yorkers, all of them would sweat. Because it was the summer, and it was 1892, and there was no air conditioning, no oscillating fans, no refrigeration. But there were strawberries rotting on the backs of fruit carts. There were horses and manure everywhere, steaming in the streets. And there was trash piled and poured into places that maybe you couldn't see, but you sure could smell on the thick, still air on your clothes, in your nose, in your stifling room, with no air conditioning, no oscillating fan, maybe no window. And there were other people, 3.3 million, some of them, several probably, sleeping right there in that same room with you, maybe in that same bed, while you tried to sleep through the sticky night so you could spend the next day in a sweltering factory sitting elbow to elbow, stitching, packing, lifting, watching the clock, looking up at the newly invented electric lights that had been newly installed in the ceiling, maybe thinking about the promise, the way that electricity was supposed to change everything, supposed to make all that stitching and packing and lifting easier, maybe obsolete, but so far all it meant to you was another hot thing in that hot room. But you were out of the sun at least. Not on a trolley or on an omnibus, with more people, more bodies, more armpits, more sweaty backs, all packed in like sardines, but at least sardines get to be packed in water. And everyone, all these bodies, rushing, always trying to get somewhere. Because that's what you did in New York. That's what you do. 
walking blocks upon blocks amidst buildings that were taller than you'd ever seen, but not yet tall enough to cast those long shadows that can make a Manhattan summer something approaching bearable today. And you'd keep rushing, keep pushing, trying to get somewhere, trying to make a life in the city that beats you down like the summer sun. This city that doesn't sleep because it simply can't. Because there are those nights in July and August when it just doesn't break, the heat. And you wonder why you came here at all. There have to be other places, cooler than this. Well, not cooler, but cooler than this. Easier than this. Where you can live a life without pushing through crowds. Where you don't have to push so hard. In one of those nights, July 1892, people looked out from their tenement windows. They stepped out from their stuffy office into the stuffier evening. They staggered out from the factory and stretched out their sore backs and their crooked fingers. And they saw something incredible. The Cumberland Hotel was an odd structure, set as it was in the triangular plot of land made by the intersection of 5th and Broadway and 23rd. The building was a 12-story wedge that towered over a row of squat one-story storefronts. It had one windowless wall that could be seen from just about anywhere in Lower Manhattan. And suddenly, on this one July night, there were letters on that wall. A hundred and seven of them, each as tall as a man, and each of them electrified, lit by nearly 1,500 new Edison bulbs, green, blue, red, frosted white. It was the first electric illuminated sign anywhere in the world the first light-up billboard. And it was just, just. Crowds spilled out into the streets to stare at this marvel. They climbed out onto their fire escapes, up to their rooftops, shirts still sticking to their skin in the humid night. They jockeyed for a spot at the window. They stopped in their tracks and watched wonderstruck as the lights blinked on and off like well, like nothing else they'd ever seen. The billboard was hypnotizing, and its message intoxicating. Buy homes on Long Island, it said, swept by ocean breezes. Buy homes on Long Island, swept by ocean breezes. Buy homes on Long Island, swept by ocean breezes, blinking on and off, on and on, calling to you through the sweltering night. And how could you not want that, that home by the ocean? How could you not want to escape, get away from this city for good, and its heat, and its horses, and its 3.3 million? Somewhere where you didn't have to push so hard, somewhere that didn't push back, Maybe it was time to head home. But there were lights in New York City now. How could you ever leave? 